perfect taste. Your thoughtfulness. The makers of Hallmark greeting cards bring you the true and heartwarming story of a lonely young man's Christmas Eve in a small American town starring Frank Sinatra. century, quality has been a habit with the makers of Hallmark cards. They are the kind of cards you can be proud to send, proud to receive. That's why through the years, Hallmark cards have been America's favorite greeting cards. So if you want to send the very finest, look on the back for the three identifying words, a Hallmark card. These three words, a Hallmark card, are your assurance of finest quality. They tell your friends you cared enough to send the very best. And now, as usual, here is Richard Calmer, well-known Broadway actor and producer, to preside over tonight's Hallmark program. Mr. Calmer. Thank you, Tom Shirley, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Our guest tonight is a fairly successful and fortunate young man. He's one of the stars of the MGM Technicolor musical, Till the Clouds Roll By. He has his own radio show on CBS for old gold cigarettes every Wednesday night. He has a voice and a degree of personal charm that has made him the idol of a generation of Americans. And he has at his disposal this evening what I consider to be one of the very finest dramatic scripts that we've ever presented on the Hallmark program. Ladies and gentlemen, Frank Sinatra. Thanks, Dick. I say, I certainly agree with you about tonight's script. And as Crosby might say, Mr. Robert Sloan's sensitive and persuasive treatment of this Reader's Digest narrative is a veritable classic of dramaturgic felicity. (laughs) Well, how would you say it, Frank? Well, I, I think I'd call it a happy story, and I'm glad it's a true one. I think it proves something pretty wonderful about the American people. There's a kind of warmth here, Dick, a spirit of friendly giving without thought of return that you don't quite find anywhere else. I'm kind of glad you invited me to be on the Hallmark program tonight, Dick, and I'm glad the story is the rich human report of an incident one Christmas Eve in Illinois. There was room for a stranger. sitting on a suitcase in a crowded railroad station, waiting for the gateman to announce his train. He was a Navy flyer just back from overseas, and he was having trouble finding a comfortable position for his leg, the one who was hurt in the crash. He was going to be operated on in two days at the Great Lakes Naval Hospital, but you'd never have known it to look at him. He was sitting there smiling like the happiest guy in the world, because it was December 24, 1943, and he was going to spend Christmas with his girl. Porter. Porter, get these bags. Uh, uh, sorry, sir. I'm, uh, I'll take them. 61. That's us, isn't it, Porter? Yes, sir. That's us, all right. 
Uh, here, let me help you up, sir. No, no, I can... I can make it. There. Come on, let's get going. Yes, sir, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah now, don't pick up your bag, sir. That's what you got me for. <laughs> I didn't realize I had it. You sure is a powerful herd to get aboard, sir. I hope you ain't going to make me run. I'm not running, am I? I, I just don't want to miss that train. Yes, sir. She must be uh, awful pretty, sir. Yeah, yeah, she is. I mean, gosh, is it that easy to tell it? I'm thinking about it. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, we, we better get going. Yes, sir. Uh, excuse me, sir. Are you Lieutenant Scott, Lieutenant Joel Scott? Yes, that's right. Oh, I'm glad I found you. I have a telegram for you. Telegram? Uh, yes, sir. Will you uh, sign here, please? Oh, oh, sure, thanks. Right. Want me to go ahead, sir? Oh, no, wait a minute. I better read this first. It might be official and, you know... Oh, oh. It's from my commanding officer. It, uh, ain't bad, is it? Yeah, kind of. Look... Report to Great Lakes Naval Station noon, December 25th. Sorry, must cancel leave. December 25th? Uh, that's uh, tomorrow, sir. Yeah. He could have wished me a Merry Christmas. Cowcatcher stops at them all, don't it? Yeah, it looks that way. I generally take a sleeper on this run, but um, I couldn't get one this time. War, you know, kind of cuts in on a traveling man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was a gunnery sergeant in the last one, but uh, they wouldn't take me for this one somehow. They said I might just well go right on selling baby nipples. <laughs> oh? <laughs> yeah. You, uh... Going home for Christmas? No. I didn't think you were. I kind of got a glimpse of that telegram you were reading without meaning to, of course, but uh, you read it so many times I couldn't help seeing that part about the hospital. Oh, that's all right. You don't have to apologize. No secret where I'm going. What's the matter, son? They're going to do something about your leg? I don't know what they're going to do. Lots of things, I guess. What difference does it make? Don't you care? Well, sure I care. I'm just a little browned off, that's all. I was figuring on spending Christmas with my girl. Oh. Haven't you seen her yet? No, not since I got back. Well, uh, where she live, I get around the country a lot. Maybe I could look her up and tell her that I... Oh, I couldn't ask you to do that. She she lives in Bellport. Illinois? Yeah. Well, that's not so far from here. It's only about an hour or so from Rockford Junction. That doesn't do me much good. Where's Rockford Junction? Well, it's just a couple of stations up the line. We get there about midnight. Mm, what if we do? Well, let me see now. If um, if you don't have to be at Great Lakes till noon, I think you can make it. Make what? Connections. All you have to do is get a train over to Bellport and be back in time to pick up the next local to Great Lakes. And I know there's one about 6 o'clock in the morning because I've been on it. Look, I don't know what you're talking about. Christmas is tomorrow. Yeah, but it's tonight too, son, after midnight. Now, if you can get over to Bellport and back, you might be able to spend a few hours with her. At 1 o'clock in the morning? Why not? I bet she'd be willing to see you any time, especially on Christmas morning. Hey, I'll, uh, I'll look it up in the schedule. She sure would be kind of nice. I could send her a telegram. Yes, 
sir. Here we are right here. Leave Rockford Junction at 12.22. Arrive at Bellport at uh, 1.15 a.m. And you can get the 4.30 back to the main line. I can? Let me see that. Sure, it's right here, son, in black and white. You can have a little over four hours with her. If she meets you at the station. Oh, she'd do that all right. The only thing is, I, I'll have to send her a telegram to the next Danville state. Corners! Danville Corners! Gosh, I, I don't have much time to make up my mind, do I? I didn't know you had to make it up, son. Well, I don't, but... Say, conductor! Conductor! Yes, sir? Have I got time to stop off here and send a wire? Mm, you better hurry, son. We only stay here a minute. Well, can't you just... I mean... All right, all right. Put it down on a piece of paper, and I'll give it to the station master myself. Gee, thanks, conductor. Thanks a million. Rockford Junction. Rockford Junction. Here, let me help you with that grip, son. Oh, I'm, I'm all right. I, I don't need any help, thanks. Well, take care of yourself, Lieutenant. Merry Christmas. You bet. Merry Christmas to you, sir. Oh. So long, conductor. So long, son. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Just like the one I used to Looking for a cab, sir? Well, you're... No, thanks. Well, I don't drive one. I, I'm a station master. I just wanted to tell you we don't have any taxi cabs here at the junction, but if you need a lift with that bag, I'll be glad to... Well, thanks a lot, but you see, I'm not staying here tonight. I'm just waiting for the 1222 to Bellport. Pardon? The 1222 to Bellport. It'll be along any minute, won't it? Why, are you expecting somebody on it, son? Oh, no, I'm going to take it myself. Going up to meet my girl. Ah, oh. haven't seen her for a long time, and, well, we'll be together for a couple of hours anyway. Say, it's a great night, isn't it? Yeah, uh, only I was just wondering, I've never seen you around these parts before. How'd you know there was a 1222 to Bellport? Are you kidding? No, sir. Well, it says so right here on the timetable. Here, look. Well, that's a regular train, all right, but you know it's after midnight, son. Today's Christmas. What, what do you mean? Well, look down here in the fine print. You can see what it says. Uh, trains marked with a star will not run Thanksgiving Day or December 25th. taking me. Is, isn't there a phone in the station? No, not a pay phone. Let's go down to Woody's restaurant over here. It's at the end of the platform. Oh. If you get a chance, you ought to try some of that pumpkin pie Woody's got. His, his missus bakes it herself. and it's pretty... Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll try it right after I make my phone call. Are you sure I can't get a cab or a bus or anything to Bellwood tonight? Uh, no, sir. Not this late, but I'll tell you what you can do. What's that? Have your girl come down and meet you here. There's a train leaves Bellport 115, and that one is running tonight. Oh, gee, I don't know now. That'll be asking an awful lot. That's well, up to you, son. Uh, uh, this is Woody's place right here. Well, thank you. It's all right. Uh, I'm coming in with you for some of that pie. Hiya, Woody. Oh, all right. Got a young fella here wants to use your phone. Yeah, sure. Right over here on the wall. On on the wall? Yeah. 
I thought maybe you had one in the booth. In a booth? <laughs> oh, well, I guess it isn't that important. It's just that I'm going to be talking to my girl. And... Ah, shucks, son. We won't listen in, but besides, I'm sure there's nothing you could say it wouldn't make decent hearing for other folks. Yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> I have some of that pie, Woody. Yeah, you bet. Hello? At operator, will you get me Bellport 9613, please? Here you are, Harry. First baker's news. Don't make so much noise. Uh, just a minute, operator. I'll, I'll have it for you in a second. Hey, here, here. You need some change? Oh, thanks. I'll pay you back soon as I get the... Take your time. Uh... Hey, it's good pie, Woody. Hello? Hello, Susan? This is me, honey, Joel. Yeah, I'm over here at Rockford Junction. Did you get my wire? Oh, I'm all right. But listen, baby, this this train to Bellport, it, it isn't running tonight. So I don't think I'll be able to see you. No, not unless you wanted to come over here. Well, there wouldn't be much to do, you know. We'd both be strangers in town and... Well, yes, sure. Yeah, there's a train for, from Bellport, all right. Oh, hold on a second. I'll find out when it leaves. Say, would, would you tell me when... Bellport at 1.15 gets here at 2.04. Thank you very much. Hello, Susan. Look, it leaves Bellport at 1.15. But you think it's all right for you to... Sure, sure I want to see you. More than anything in the world. No, it, it isn't that. It, I just can't talk very well here. The phone's on the wall and... You will? Gee, that's swell. All right, baby. Look, you bundle up warm now, and I'll meet you at the train. Yeah. And Sue, I don't care who's listening. I love you more than anything in the whole world. Sinatra will be back in just a moment with the second act of tonight's hallmark drama from the pages of the Reader's Digest, America's favorite magazine. Now, here's Dick Calmer. There's something really new, really different in Christmas cards this year. The new hallmark game bird cards designed especially for men. These cards feature 12 different illustrations of America's favorite game birds in their rich, natural color. Each is a faithful reproduction of one of Lynn Bogue Hunt's famous paintings, Game Birds of America. These new hallmark Game Bird cards really talk a man's language. They're really Christmas cards to send to any man and for every man to send. Masculine as a briar pipe, friendly as a log fire, colorful as all outdoors. Yes, Dick, they're cards that really talk a man's language. But I would like to make a suggestion to all the wives in our audience. When you're shopping tomorrow... Take home one or more portfolios of Game Bird cards for your husband to send to his special friends. He'll think they're wonderful. Yes, for really new Christmas cards this year, ask your dealer for Hallmark Game Bird cards designed especially for men. Hallmark cards are sold in America's finest shops and doors. Now, back to Frank Sinatra and tonight's Hallmark drama. <laughs> Before the 115 from Bellport pulled into Rockford Junction, 
Lieutenant Joel Scott was standing on the station platform watching for the beam of light that would tell him his sweetheart's train was arriving. It wasn't exactly the warmest night of the year, but when that light shone down on the tracks, it felt as if somebody had just built a fire under Joel's heart. And when the train ground to a stop and a young lady alighted from the car before the last, he really knew it was Christmas. Sue! Over here, baby. I'm over here. No, don't run, darling. I'll come to you. Oh, Joe. Oh, darling, it's so good to see you. So awfully good. Well, gee, don't cry about it, honey. You'll make me blubber in a moment. All right, I, I won't cry. I, I didn't when you left, and I'm not going to now. That's a good girl. Just that you look so different, darling. I wasn't used to seeing you this way. Well, let's not think about things like that now. It's Christmas, baby. And we're spending it together, part of it anyway. Oh, the best part. You bet. Gosh, I never thought we'd make it. When do you have to leave, Joe? 6.30. 6.31, to be exact. But that's four hours from now. And we're going to make those four hours seem like a lifetime. Sure we are. Oh, darling, there's so much to talk about. Where we start, where we go. Well, uh, I don't know. This town's deader than a doornail at the 10 o'clock. Do you see any lights on anywhere? Oh, not on this side. Just street lights. That's all there is on the other side, too. Gee, I was hoping there might be a dance or something going on, but it certainly doesn't look like it. Oh, I don't care about dancing. Not tonight. I just want to be with you. Well, we can't just stand out here in the cold. We've got to find a place to sit down. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, what about the station? Locked up for the night. Oh. The whole town's locked up, as far as I can see. I guess we'll have to go back to that broken-down restaurant where I made the call. Oh, all right. Well, it's not much, sweetie, but it's about the only place we can keep warm. Do you mind? Oh, of course not. Gee, I'm sorry, darling. I... I really should have realized what we were up against before I asked you to come all the way down here. Now, don't be silly. I want to go to the restaurant. I'm hungry. You are? Why, sure. Come on. Okay. It's right down here at the end of the... Uh-oh. What's the matter? Look, the lights are out. Now, that place is closed, too. <laughs> I was really gone. Oh, yes. Oh, they all seem to be going like that on this road. Darling, don't you think we ought to go back to the station instead of trying to hitch a ride? Nobody will stop for us at this time of night. Yeah, we've got to find a place to eat, honey. You must be nearly starved by oh, now. Oh, no, I just said that. I'm not really hungry. Well, I am. Hungry and... Hungry and tired and... Fed up with this tank town. I never should have brought you down here. Joe. I'm sorry, honey. I don't mean to be such a rotten sport, but I wanted everything to be so right for us tonight. And it's all gone just the opposite way. It's still Christmas, Joe. Is it? It doesn't feel like Christmas anymore. Oh, now, don't say that, darling. Well, it doesn't. Not in this godforsaken town. I'll bet you Santa Claus stays away from this place like that train with a star on it. Oh, Joe, there's a car coming. Some Christmas. 
can't even find a place to sit down. Darling, darling, there's a car coming. Well, let it come. I'm not in the way. Darling, he's slowing down. Oh, maybe he'll stop for us. Say that. Uh, ride, mister. Give us a ride. Sure thing, son. Where are you headed? Well, just down the way a little bit. We're looking for a diner so we could get something to eat. Well, hop in. I'll get you to a diner. Swell. Come on, Sue. All right, dear. Here, let me put that suitcase in back, son. Thanks a lot. Say, aren't you the man that I... Yeah, that's right, son. Hey, station master. Well, we sure are glad you came along. Say, this is my girl, Harry. Yeah, pleased to meet you. How'd you do? I reckon you must think Rockford Junction just about the worst place in the world to come to, ma'am. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Well, it is. Middle of the night. <laughs> Especially for a stranger. Say, uh, what are you doing, Harry? Turning around. What for? Isn't there a diner in the direction you were going? No. Oh, well, we didn't mean to take you out of your way. All right, I've got plenty of time. Now, look, uh, I don't get it. There's a diner right down there, Harry. I can see the light. Oh, that, that place is closed. What's the light, son? Oh, I didn't see any light. Well, I did. Hey, what's the idea of turning off the main road? Where are you taking us? To a diner. Isn't that where you want to go? Sure, but you'll never find one on a dirt road. Oh, you know I won't. Don't ask so many questions, son. I'm taking a shortcut. Oh, Joel, it's so dark on this road. Now, don't be afraid, ma'am. Nothing's going to happen to you. You can say that again, because you're going to pull up right here and let us out. Now, keep your seats down. Uh-uh. I ain't going to do anything of the kind. Now, wait a minute. Sit down, I said. I'll let you out when I'm good and ready. <laughs> Get up, right here. Right where? I thought you said you were taking us to a diner. Changed my mind. I brought you up to this place instead. You can get a meal in here. In where? Right in this house. Come on. There isn't much time. Joel, do you think we will? Come on, come on. You won't have to stay if you don't like the place. <laughs> I just thought you might enjoy this better than going to a diner. After all, it's uh, Christmas. Oh, but there aren't any lights on in this house. Sure there are. Just looks that way because the shades are down. <laughs> See, there's plenty of light. Well, I, I guess it's all right. Come on, Sue. That's a ticket. Harry, you got him with you? Yeah, sure have, Woody. I wouldn't let him get away for all the money in the world, not this time. Say, what's the big idea? Uh, Merry Christmas, Lieutenant. Merry Christmas. You too, ma'am. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Thank you. Thank you very much. Joe, I, I don't understand. Neither do I, darling. Say, what is this, a party? Sure is, young fella. Party for you and your girl. What? Huh? Yeah, we didn't have much time to get ready, but Woody and I brought some stuff over from the restaurant, so I know we'll all have plenty to eat. I'll say we got two pies and a turkey. Sure. Oh, gosh, I... That's all right, son. You don't have to say nothing. Just have a good time. Sure, have a good time. Goodness knows we almost lost you when that fool husband of mine closed up the restaurant. <laughs> I had to close it, Martha. I was too busy getting things ready. Well, don't matter now anyways. Harry saved the day for us, so let's not argue about yeah, it. I should say <laughs> not. Come on, come on in the living room, son. Make yourself at home. Come on, uh, Sue. <laughs> this is your party, and... We know you want to be alone, so we ain't going to bother you none. Darling, look. The whole room's decorated. Gosh. Oh. A Christmas tree and everything. Well, uh, 
the folks in town kind of thought you might like a place to celebrate, so we fixed up this one for you. Now go ahead and have a Merry Christmas. Time, is it, Joe? Oh, don't worry about the time. Don't worry about anything. Harry said he'd let me know when I had to leave for the train. Well, must be soon now. Oh, do you want to play another record on the Victrola? Dance, Joe? No, let's just sit here and take it easy. I love you, darling. <laughs> just like that? Just like that. And this. What's that, darling? I'm singing. Early morning carolers, I guess. She wears all the comforts of home. Yes, I know. We didn't miss a thing, did we? No, darling. These people thought of everything. Even the presents under the tree. <laughs> did, did you see this one? To the officer and his bride-to-be. They didn't even know our names. Time to go, Joe. All right, Harry, just another minute. I, I want to say goodbye. Sure thing. Darling, can't I go down to the station with you? No, no, I... I want you to stay here, too. Just let me hold your hand for a minute and... let me say Merry Christmas the way I want. best Christmas I ever knew. Thank you, Frank Sinatra, for a wonderful performance. Ladies, your Hallmark dear has a Christmas present for you. It's the new Hallmark date book to help you remember all your important dates. If you've had one of these handy reminders in other years, 
You know how helpful a date book is in keeping your social life well organized. It never lets you forget the anniversaries, birthdays, and all the other dates that are so important to remember. Its 32 pages offer plenty of space for listing all of your relatives and friends and their important days, as well as your full Christmas card list. It has space, too, to jot down your own social engagements and also dates you particularly want to remember. It sounds like a great big book, but surprisingly, it's small enough to fit neatly into your purse. You'll want to carry your date book with you all the time, so don't wait. Get your free Hallmark date book tomorrow. Just ask your Hallmark dealer for his gift to you, the 1947 Hallmark date book. Hallmark cards are sold at America's finest shops and stores. Stop in tomorrow and ask for your free 1947 Hallmark date book. Yes, it's free. It's your Hallmark dealer's gift especially for you. You're cordially invited to be with us again next week at the same time for another fine dramatic program brought to you by the makers of Hallmark Reading Cards, America's favorite reading cards. If you enjoyed tonight's show, won't you please tell your friends about it and ask them also to tune in for next week's Hallmark program. At that time, you will hear the great and true story of an empire-building doctor who opened the American West for colonization. Our star will be that fine actor of the American stage and the American screen, Walter Abel.